Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Inside Lesion, the podcast that takes place inside David Holler's mind. I'm Alex. I'm Pete. Cool, Pete. Happy to have you here, Pete. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, great. You know, just inside somebody's head, doing a podcast, you know, huge. Pretty cool. Well, we're going to talk about Chapter 13, which I got to say, for me, was the hardest episode of Legion to watch so far. What are you talking about? Well, hold on. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second, but let's talk about what brought us up to this point. Dude, there's been so many emotional issues. How is this the... Oh. Well, we're going to get into I it. I, I, think I don't get you at all. Do you know what we should do? We should record a podcast to talk about this. All right, fine. Let's How do does it. that sound? Great. Sounds great. So, All right. So leading up to this chapter, we're in the second season of Legion. Probably the important things to know are that uh, David had a friend named Lenny, or maybe he didn't have a friend named Lenny, who was a drug addict. Uh, he... Uh, it's going to get a little complicated to explain, but he thought he knew her earlier. He thought they were friends. They weren't actually friends. Uh, they actually met inside Clockworks, a mental asylum. And then she was promptly killed when David lost control of his mutant powers. She got stuck inside of a wall. Uh, over the course of season one, a uh, villainous being called the Shadow King adopted her identity and took her over, uh, just used her image basically to play with David. We find yep. out in season two that Letty is still some sort of consciousness. We don't know exactly how, but again, being manipulated by the Shadow King. There's been a bunch of other things that going on, like Letty has been working with Oliver Bird, who very specifically his mind was taken over by Amal Farouk, the Shadow King. Uh, and they've been on a quest for various things, but one of the things is Amal Farouk's body, which Amal wants so that he can rejoin his mind and his body and become all-powerful. Last episode ended with Lenny being brought into Division 3, which is the headquarters of the Joint Mutant uh, Human Task Force. Yes. Uh, and she was like, I'm back! Yeah, it and was glorious. It, it was, was a glorious. glorious ending to an amazing episode. Now, this episode is there's some stuff that happens at the end, which we'll get to in a moment, but is basically framed up with in three interrogation scenes. We get flashes from the outside, but it's mostly but it also starts with like you're doing a recap of kind of Lenny. So I thought that was a nice kind of yeah yeah. What does what, what Job Hanks character say? Apparently on Legion, yeah, <laughs> which is fantastic. That made me laugh out loud. Uh, so we get to find out a little bit about Letty. We get a recap of Letty, which again, like you said, is very helpful. I can't believe you just made me recap a recap that is against everything that you stand for, <laughs> Pete. Yep. 
But, uh, yeah, then we get these three interrogation scenes. First, we get to see uh, The upside-down room, which was really trippy right. and freaking Well, here, out. let's work through it. So uh, we get to see Clark interrogator, we get to see Tonomy interrogator, and then we get to see David interrogator, right. where is where shit goes down. Right, and that's also, like, after-hours interrogation. Like, yes. you almost... So, first of all, as usual, visually awesome. I love the fact that oh. we went from the upside-down room to Tatami's mind room to David's sort of murky dark room. Yeah. Uh, each of them had a different number, which you may have noticed. It went from one to two to three yeah. because of the three-act structure. Uh, let's talk about Clark first. Clark is the guy with the bird face. Yeah. He interrogates Letty. He interrogates him exactly how you'd expect, her exactly how you expect, just asks very leading questions, starting with, what is your name? And even that she doesn't want to answer. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was just like such a cool beginning because it's like, it's a classic kind of, uh, okay, where were you in this kind of thing? But there's underlying things that they're trying to get to other things that they're saying. So he's asking regular questions, but meanwhile, their whole world is kind of upside down and it's just so creatively well done. Like everything I love about that show is in that kind of first scene. Yeah. We talk about this every single episode, but the we fact do. that they do it practically as well, that it's all just camera shots. Yep. I continue to love that so much. So Letty is kind of shrug out, and the way that she approaches Clark is she's begging him. You know, she's asking him. She's talking to him. She's telling these stories about her life from when she was a kid, uh, spending time with her grandmother who gave her orange soda, clearly with vodka in it. Yeah. Uh, and she's explaining, oh, that's how I got addicted to drugs. That's mm-hmm. how it all went down. Um, it's pretty clear at this point that she's lying in some way, right? right? Like, yeah. these are... But also, lo- he tranks her in the in the hand, which was smart. Like, puts a little tracking thing in there. Does he? Yeah, he he shoots her with like a little uh, thing. No, to- he tests her blood. Oh, I thought that was like implanting no, a chip. No, I was no, like, no. oh, he, smart man, let's so the track. The question is, how do you get a body? That's what they're asking the right. entire time. Yeah. Is how whose can body you, are you? In? Whose body is that? What body is this? Mm-hmm. You're not real, Letty. Yeah, because that's the other thing. It's like here? we don't even know if Letty actually kind of really knew David at all in Clockworks. We just know retroactively that she thinks she does and David thinks she does. Yep. But we don't know how much of a relationship they have in reality versus what was manipulated by the Shadow King. Well, I mean, that's that's a big question, you know? Like, what is real relationships? I mean, people have online relationships that saying, are very Pete? real. What are you saying, uh, Pete? We, we have online relationships with our listeners a little bit, you know? They kind of feel like they know us. I mean, are you trying to, is that real? Are you trying to steal is, their fucking bodies? No, I'm not. Jesus Christ. Unless you think they would do that. Yeah, I think they would. Really? Yeah. Well, hit me up. Well, where would you find a new mind? Like, what kind of new mind could you find? Could you find a new mind somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think our listeners would be into that. What about Justin's mind? Do you think you could find Justin's mind? I don't know. I mean, Justin would just have to show up randomly. I've been here all over. <laughs> oh, shit! That is a huge <laughs> twist. You know, a lot of podcasts don't have twists, and they let the shows do the twists, but we do the twists. No, yeah. Wow. Legion, very straightforward show, but our podcast... Very twisty. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Well, what so is real? Uh, now that you are, uh, you have escaped from the white hot room. Uh, what did you? It's think a of this? sex room, and that's where I've been for a long time. Nice. Uh, what did you think of this episode? 
Uh, I liked it a lot. I mean, uh, it was very sad. It was uh, yeah. maybe the saddest, sort of most tragic episode, wow. slowly building toward uh, 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 the most tragic thing, um, which I thought was uh, really nice. I feel like this show has, uh, because you never, don't know ever what's quite real, it's hard to feel those yep. deeper emotions. So I felt mm-hmm. like this episode was a really nice I think I'm going to realize that. something that I didn't realize as we talk about this podcast or this episode. Because uh, I'm scared that I missed something you guys are both aware of. That oh, I'm boy. Not, yeah. Oh, boy. What do All you right. mean? Did well, you I stop he- watching three quarters of the way through? No, I watched you, the whole thing. Did you not feel any sadness? Uh, no. No. <laughs> you definitely missed something. I was, oh, now man. I'm excited to get to talk about this. All right. So we have this first interrogation with Clark, which is, uh, to me, that was kind of like setting up. This is what the episode is. This is what the questions of the episode are. This is the questions about Letty that we need to answer. And we really got into the meat of it with the Tatami interrogation, I felt like. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you guys thought. Uh, Yeah, I mean, well, I feel like Tatami sort of uh, did a little bit of... uh, He talks about the nature of light and time, and there's a lot of, like... Uh, dealing with what reality is or what it takes to be a person right. uh, throughout uh, all of these interrogations. And I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I felt like the David one is the one. Everyone, like Melty Face was sort of just dealing with it. Yeah. Uh, he was pretty straightforward with his, yeah. Tonomy seemed sort of existentially scared, and then David was very personally scared. Right. Well, it was also, it's interesting because it was a... 45-minute character piece about Letty. You know, it was all focused around her. Which was but, great to get her back in the set this season, you know? Yes. We've been missing That was her. definitely the point that I was getting towards. The uh, We got each of those characters who are interrogating character through their relationship with her, which is what drama should be, but I feel like is so rarely on television. Like, we found out things about Clark and the way that Clark thinks, even if you had never watched the show, just by the way he was talking with Letty. Same with Tatami, it was all focused around memory. What do you remember? What does he remember about Letty as well? But that's the thing, like, when, when it was the second interrogation, and I was just like, all right, Get in there. Like, we can find out real quick whose body this is. You can read minds. Get in there and figure this out. Well, but what he does is something weird and interesting happens, and I'm curious to get your guys' thought on what was happening, because Tatami sees the memory of Young Lemony... Young Lemony... Lemony Snicket. Yeah, Young (laughs) Lemony Snicket. Uh, She sees a series of unfortunate events. Uh he sees this memory of her with uh, her grandmother that she's already talked about. Right. So we know that is real. No, we don't. Uh, And then she says something is wrong. And then we start to see the delusion, which is that little creature crawling into his ear. What do you think is happening? I freaked out when I saw that because of bugs. Well, because of bugs, but also like that's bad for a character that I really like and care about. Well, I guess the question is, is the bug Lenny, is the bug the Shadow King, or is the bug something else? Because we also see in this this exchange that Basket Head with a light of basket, which is a great feature, um, it's the bug on the inside of the basket. So what does that mean? I I immediately flashed to the theory that we've been talking about that Admiral Fukuyama is the Shadow King, that that is the body... 
of Amal Farouk under right. that basket. That's what I took away from it. I felt like that was more fuel to the fire. But I don't know if I'm turning a coincidence into a conspiracy. Oh, interesting. Uh, I thought the evil bug was just some kind of like evil spell that if you listen to it, it'll grow inside of you and then take over. Right. But I, I do think, though, that's going to how is, how is that going to manifest in the show? Like, what does that mean for the show? Is that the Shadow King or is it not? Or is it something else? Because I think this the show has been uh, the Shadow King is an established entity, sort of a presence or being, and then the show's gone out of its way to be like, oh, this chattering tooth thing, teeth mm-hmm. person thing, isn't the Shadow King. It's something else. It com- comes from the monks. Is the bug something else that comes from another source, or is it the Shadow King? It definitely seems to be this season. I haven't really thought about it that way before, but it seems to come from Lenny. Like, it always comes around Lenny. The first time we saw the delusion thing, we saw Lenny doing the long arm picking it up thing and then placing it in a place where it could go under Sid and David's bed. Yeah. So that would be the Shadow King then. But is Lenny the Shadow King? Well, before Lenny was the Shadow King. Uh, Sure, but she's not now. Right. Is she? Now the Shadow King is infected Oliver, right? Yes. The... So here's what I like. This is jumping towards the end of the episode, but I think based on the interrogation, the Shadow King is a parasite. He's definitely inside Oliver's mind right now. We know that for sure. But I do think Letty is some sort of combination of the Shadow King and another person and Lenny. Right. All three of those things. So Mm -hmm. there is some of the Shadow King in there. She pretty much says that by the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what I guess if the Shadow King is in Baskethead's body and also created uh, uh, Lenny into the manifested Lenny into the real world and also in Oliver's head, what's the deal? Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't think he's in Admiral Fukuyama's head. I think his body is. Yeah, is Admiral Fukuyama's. Right. Body. But that's what I mean. His body is there and he's projecting in these two other entities. Seems like a lot of uh, it's like a magician doing three tricks at once for no one. Would you say there's like a legion of him? Wow. Whoa. Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, I feel like the, this is hard to talk about, but when you're watching it, it's it. I wasn't like frustrating or anything like that. I, I I just think it's so well done where you don't really question until afterwards, like when you try to. Tell somebody about it or try or like to piece on it some together. sort of podcast about Legion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think about like? Because we're talking about the second interview uh, when because I thought it was such a kind of profound moment because he's always in people's memories and in people's minds to hear him mm-hmm. be like, "There is no past. There is, uh, you know, there there is no present. It's either past or future." I thought that was kind of someone who kind of is in memories. I think that philosophy like really makes a lot of sense. I thought it was kind of crazy when he said that. Yeah. Uh, well, let's... Uh, anything else to say about Tonomy's thing? I think we should probably talk about the last bit because it's kind of an important bit to get to in a second. But there is this moment where Letty asks Tonomy, okay, if you remember everything, what color are my eyes? And he gets it wrong. Yeah, yeah. So beyond letting us, the audience, know... But the oh, this eyes is- changed color. It was like... Did they? It I was don't think almost so. like no, before he asked, and then when they asked, it was like a because she even Aubrey Plaza was like, "Yeah, it's weird." She was like, "Yeah, yeah." No, her her eyes are different though. I mean, the question is: Is there something wrong with Tatami at this point? Right. Well, it made me think like there's implying that it sh- 
that Lenny's been put into another body. Right. Uh, even at this point, and my first thought was Sid. Uh, Ooh, okay. Uh, at Ooh. that point in the show, I was like, oh, that'd be a cool uh, interplay. Obviously, we later learned that that's not accurate, but um, I thought that was a good... This really felt like a sort of mystery box episode, and I thought they really unfolded it really nicely. Yeah. Uh, and then should we move into the, the John Hamm interlude? Oh, uh, man, we get? sure. The John Hamm interludes have become a... a Staple in this season. Love like, ham time. If, the, if this was a sandwich, they'd be like the meat in the middle. I don't know what. Yeah, kind what of time? Meat. I guess roast beef. Yeah, uh, salami. Yeah. I think a salami. Something like that. Nice um, salami. And this is about. Uh, I love when we encounter coincidence. We often see conspiracy, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. Very apropos to our real world. Have you ever seen a face in a cloud? Spotting meaning in objects. Uh, really great stuff. These interludes. I, f- I want to see a supercut of all of them at Have the end of the season. Have you guys ever seen like uh, Jesus in a uh, potato chipper? Or anything like that? I've only ever nope. seen Jesus in uh, my heart and your face. Whoa. Wow. I do think you're right, though. I mean, I I felt like this was the most direct to our real world commentary that Legion has done maybe yeah. ever. Specifically to, like, I immediately flashed to Twitter and people doing these long Twitter threads of like, Okay, let me break down what's going on in the government. Here's one thing that's clear. Here's another thing that's clear. Here's another thing. Clearly, this is what's going on. I have the inside scoop. What when, kind of Twitter are you reading? A crazy Twitter. A lot of yeah. Twitter is that. A, it's a like lot. the dark Twitter. No, no. It's just Twitter. Oh, man. And also, there's a lot of spots on the internet. But I, I could tell you stories that'll turn your mustache hairs up. Well, I, yeah, I, I love the, the idea of like people being pattern seekers you know i thought that was like a really cool thing especially in this because we're trying to piece together what's going on so to have john ham be like yeah you're trying to put this all together aren't you yeah well so i would say that was the point that i realized what was going on and i I kind of this is not to pat myself on the back but like i figured out what was going on and what was going to happen towards the end of the episode which frankly made it all the more horrifying. Wait, you scene. knew what the, who After the body the was? John, yeah. John Hamm. After the John Hamm thing, because <sighs> him talking about you're looking at things, you're turning coincidence into conspiracy. The aspect of the episode we haven't talked about is Oliver and Amal Farouk are on the road together. Yeah. They're traveling, they're yeah. fighting this weird donut vehicle, they're having a lot of discussions about uh, what's go going back to, to the donuts. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have to talk about the donuts. Uh, about what's going on, we see a big. Uh, pit in the ground that they're digging into. So we hear that uh, at a certain point that Farouk is looking for his body in the uh, desert that used to be a valley. So every piece is telling us, oh, what we are seeing right now is them finding a mall for body. It's already too late. Right. But since we had been told this is coincidence and we're seeing it as conspiracy he, they were telling us straight up that it was a sleight of head that yes. were, we're not gonna find wait, but i'm saying you knew whose other body it was yeah based yeah. on what uh this is jumping ahead a little bit based on the fact that i've been wondering where she was all season right well but that doesn't mean so you had there was no clue that pointed you in that way uh as while I was watching the episode, as soon as they revealed the eyes, I very quickly went online and I was like, "Yep, that's her color of oh, eyes." Oh wow! Well, no, because I was you pretty did a little sure, research. I was pretty sure it was, and that I conferred my theory. I think that's fair. <laughs> sure, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, joke. Okay. Uh, you, a uh, blue-eyed person. I. 
What are you talking about? I, I, I was trying to figure out if there was a clue within the episode that, that would yeah. point to it. That would oh, I see what you're saying. No, I just went through what are the most likely possibilities? What's some, who is somebody, if we know this already happened, right. that we haven't seen this entire time? What's the worst possible thing that could happen to David? Uh, who has that eye color? And those pieces all came together. Right. Now, let me ask you. Those donuts got to be amazing. Those guys dig this giant tunnel, come up, get donuts, and then go back into the tunnel. I mean, that's got to be some kind of donut to go through all that. Well, no, it's like a donut. They're taking a break for donuts. You think they came out of the tunnel for the donuts? I, that's what it kind of looked like. Dug the tunnel to the donuts? Yeah, right. Right. Jeez, what kind of donuts do you think they are? Oh man, they got to be amazing. Cronuts. <laughs> uh, we get also oh, talking about all these Farouk and Oliver conversations. I feel like these were super X Men e conversations, like right out of the comics. Uh, the way they like the classic sort of what you would imagine the Professor X Shadow King conversations were like. Do you think though? So Oliver makes a big show of saying, "You don't know how strong I am. You don't know what my abilities are. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to get rid of you." And he tells this, uh, gives this little logic problem to the Shadow King, saying, "What's one plus one?" Yeah. And the Shadow yeah. King says two, and then he says, "And if we want to check that math, yeah, yeah, it's, do you have a calculator? Yeah, it's correct. Yeah. Oh, it is correct. Yeah. Oh." So Pete's the resident mathematician. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, by the way, oh, on your problem. math award. Yeah, yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Oliver is strong enough? Uh, no. And I feel like Oliver does the thing where he's like, I'm going to kill you. And Farouk doesn't believe him and doesn't care. And I feel like we're not meant to believe him. Also, no. it was weird that like that's what pushed him. Like all these other things happened to him and he like this is the part where he's mad and threatens to kill him it's like that guy was living inside you as a parasite because that didn't Farouk, piss you uh, off Farouk threatens Melanie Bird he threatens his wife that's why he steps up that's why he says I'm going to kill you I'm going to take care of you well I know what finally pushed him over the edge but I was just surprised that he wasn't mad about all the other shit because he was pretty chill he's been pretty chill they've been like yeah. hanging out in the pool having a nice drive mm-hmm. because it hasn't really hurt anything he cared about no I know for... but I'm saying uh, on Pete's point it does feel like he hasn't complained at all yet until yeah Oliver's now. a pretty chill dude he was literally inside of an ice cube for decades yeah uh, yeah no he's very chilled out but I feel like if you were being um, held hostage by maybe the greatest villain in your life, you'd be like a little ornery. You'd, yeah, you'd, you'd be, be like, do I have, always have to fucking drive? Yeah. I don't know. I'd be like, I want to see how this is going to play out. You <laughs> would just chill? Yeah, you just would go chill. along with all the murder and stuff? I mean, there's drinks in a pool. Man. Wow, you really are a sociopath. <laughs> I thought I, Pete was the one. I don't care about that. And that doesn't affect me in any way. Wow. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so let's move on to the third interrogation, which is David's interrogation. Uh, how do you think David is approaching this? I, I thought his reaction is really interesting because they sit there and they kind of laugh at each other for a little bit. And Lenny is like, oh, it's my friend David. My friend's David's here. But I don't think that's how David is approaching it. Yeah, it feels like uh, he seems like he feels sorry for her in a way and is sort of taking pity on her and connecting over like, man, remember that crazy time we had as if David was the guy that got out and she was the one that couldn't solve her problems. Right. Yeah. Almost like addicts. Like he, he got clean and she couldn't. And I, that's the way I took mm. it. And that was also kind of like the thing in the pool scene where they had in the last episode where she was like, yo, get me out of here. And he's like, I'm kind of busy. Right. Yeah. 
and I think he maybe holds a grudge against her since she was his tormentor for all of the last season. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we do find out over the course of the scene, though, David does end up reading her. He is like, I know that the Shadow King's in you. I know that you're lying to me. And she's like, please, it doesn't matter. Please, come on. we got to stop the end of the world. Please, you have to help me. Again, to your point, Justin, I think there's a lot of addict behavior going on in these scenes. Yeah. Uh, and then David does go in and finds out what actually happened. So yeah. let's get into it. Pete, just to check one more time, you were not emotionally affected at all by the end of the episode. Yeah. I, I don't... I don't did we find out who the body was? Yes, okay. big time. Yes. Uh, so we see this lovely couple in their home. It's like a uh, yeah. S- Sam Shepard play. They're like having a yeah, sort of chill, dusty conversation. Yeah, it's bad. He's like, something's coming bad. Yeah. And then literally it comes knocking on that door. Which, he gets instantly dusted. Which uh, drove me insane that like you just... And everybody's just running at the door, and nobody's like, "Hey, well, we have gu- we, there's we no guards." Something we already know that something is wrong with him because she uh, tells her husband about a dream, and she says, "I had the strangest dream. I dreamt that I had a mustache. I dreamt that I had this weird voice. There was a guy with a basket on his head. I dreamt that I sang this song, and she sings the We Are the Machine that yeah. Bleeds' song that the Vermilion have been singing. Uh, so, since we haven't seen this character in a good season or so, I think we are supposed to think, oh, maybe this is the real identity of the Vermilion or some yeah. sort of connection to the Vermilion. That's, that's right. Uh, yeah. Some sort of connection to General Fukuyama or something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. But it's not. It's actually David's sister. Yeah. You, I wish you guys could have seen uh, Pete's face just now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Wow. And now Pete's feeling it. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So it's David's That's sister. why it was all the kid shit. Yep. Because what David starts to see, as you mentioned, he sees in a flash in Lenny's mind, he sees the flash of him and his sister running on the beach with their imaginary so dog that yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Shadow King created in his mind that also doesn't exist. He starts to get a hint, but he doesn't want to know what he clearly already knows. But his sister uh, gets taken. They've uh, gathered up this machine. They gather up a piece of Lenny from her dead body, and they use this machine, or more specifically, Oliver uses the machine to shock the sister and turn her body into Lenny's body with Lenny's mind in it. And she just lies there and screams. And it is awful. Horrifying. So long. So, and like... They, he like f- makes her float in the air and she's shaking and screaming and then I'm like oh he just killed her and then yeah. then she's on the table and it's, it gets even worse uh, it was they made a Lenny out of a sister yeah <laughs> and now David knows that this is his sister's body yes oh but now his sister's gone but like gone for good yeah it seems that way yeah so what Except they did was I mean, if you just used the projector thing, couldn't you unprojector? No, what they did was they hollowed out her body to take out her mind, change her body into Lenny's body, and put Lenny's mind in it. That's they left the eyes to the sister. 
Like she's what? gone. She's dead. No, she's fine. She's up at a farm. Oh, okay. All right. Because yeah. I feel so like... Don't, don't be sad, Pete. Right before that, Oliver and the Shadow King have this whole conversation about killing people, and the Shadow King is like, you can't do it. You can't step up. You won't kill people if the time comes to it. Uh, and Oliver's like, watch me. And then proceeds to go ahead and destroy David's sister to remake Lenny for whatever the Shadow King's ultimate goal is. Yeah. It's fucked up. But he left the eyes. It's like Jerry Orbach. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was the darkest thing you've ever said on Eddie Shirley. Not yeah. true. Not true. <laughs> I think it is. Do you know who has those Jerry Orbach's eyes? Who? I have one of them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's pretty cool, dude. I have in a little jar. I'm going to give it to a friend of mine who's missing an eye. Oh. Maybe in an adventure that we go cool. on. Do you call one of them law and the other one order? I, yeah. Saving sweet. law. I just... Well, I'm having a hard time believing David's sister's dead. I don't want her to be dead. That was the whole point of the scene, and that's why they show it to us at such length. Uh, what Here's what got me about it, is this show can get very romantic at times. It's visually creative. It's stunning. It's exciting. It's challenging on an intellectual level. But I don't know that it's always very emotional in this way. Yeah. And that's what actually, to me made this scene hit even harder. I don't know about you, Justin. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this this was, like I said earlier on, like this was the first episode that really had like this great, strong, emotional, standalone arc. Like, yeah. uh, we don't have to wonder about like the Sid-David uh, relationship. Like, that's being arced over this whole season and sort of all of last season. With this, it was just like, what's the mystery here? Oh my God, it's so much more horrifying than I ever thought. Yeah. Uh, we end the episode with David say, looking directly at the camera and saying, I'm going to kill you, which I think we're supposed to think, like, he's going to come out and kill us. I don't know if you guys felt that. But what do you Oh, think? he's definitely going to kill. Yeah. Going to kill you. Oh, me? Yeah. I oh, mean, geez. if you felt it. All right. Because yeah. I watched it, and I was like, that guy's going to kill Alex. <laughs> oh, man. This is a good show. It was right in the episode. <laughs> this is a really impressive show that they can do that. That yeah. they can get that across. It's called dar- targeting. Yo, it's intense. I'm, direct it's marketing. Really sad when you die, man. I'm sorry. No, Whatever. I think you'll win. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm strong enough. Yo, put a basket on your head. Yeah, that's the secret. <laughs> oh, sweet. I got a bird face. I got an oily bird face. And I'm gonna put a basket on my head. What do you think the Shadow King's plan is at this point? Why did he bring Lenny back like this? Well, that's what it, it is confusing. David. Yeah, uh, it does feel like. I mean, what, what we learned that there's from future Sid that something bad is about to happen where it seems like a lot of people are going to die. Um, but I don't know what this is definitely a zag in the plan of bringing Lenny back. Um, I guess uh, my thoughts are Lenny is there to sort of take David out. He is a, that's like uh, the chess piece that can put most likely to put David in check, which will leave uh, time for the Shadow King to maybe find his body um, and what I think uh, make the body switch into future Sid. Mm. But at the same time, at the same time, he wants to work with David, right? Like he still wants, we're still in a place where it seems like if you really want to work with David, he wouldn't force his weird uh, sort of tainted friend enemy into his sister's body. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that would come. Here's a what deal I breaker. take it from. I think he's just... Yeah, that's a co-worker deal breaker. Yeah. Do you think he's testing it? Do you think he's testing that machine to see if he can change some other body to make it into Ooh. his own body? Uh, yeah, that that's a good call. Um, but I also... But why... 
it seems like Lenny was a prisoner. He's annoyed by Lenny. Lenny, yeah. I feel like yeah. there's more. It's not just a test. There's more to it. Uh, otherwise, yeah. why not use anything else? To I test mean, it? I'll throw something out at you. This is just really me, very much like pushing the Admiral Fukuyama is the body theory. Mm-hmm. We've been told that Admiral Fukuyama had some sort of tests that horribly scarred him when he was younger and destroyed him. What if, since we've already dealt with time travel a little bit this season, what if what uh, Farouk is doing is he goes back in time and tried to change Admiral Fukuyama's body into his body and failed? Oh, wow. Or alternately, maybe he just tried to put his mind in Admiral Fukuyama's body, and that's why he wears the basket head. Let me throw this out, then. Uh, my alternate theory to yours is that Admiral Fukuyama is David. Oh. Future David. Uh-huh. Future David gone back in time, and that's oh, why he has the best. He wasn't scarred. He's just hiding his Davidness. From I like that. So then why was he the spider creature thing for a little bit? Because it's a delusion. Because wow. we're supposed to think one thing, but it's actually something else. All right. I don't know. Uh, as we end every episode... Yeah, this episode was sad, man. Now it was sad. All of a sudden it was sad. You yeah. found the emotions. Yeah. Do The Tom Petty at the end, though, that was, that was glorious. Real or not real? What was real? What was not real? Um, I'm hoping this is the thing is not real. Really? That's I think that's hoping. pretty real. I'm hoping uh, it's not real. I think those, um, obviously, Lenny's eyes are real. Yep. Because they're different. Yes. Um, John Hamm is real. You can't say obviously <laughs> with anything with this show. Well, I, I still am not convinced that the delusion bird is real, like an actual thing. I still think it's metaphorical, but I'm probably yes. wrong about that. I agree with that. You do? Yeah. No, I no. think that is, because uh, it's weird, like, we've they've really pushed that Tonami's infected with this thing, but we haven't seen any of that pay- Sort yeah, of pay yeah. off. So, uh, but I do think it does feel like that is going to pay off in an infected memory. Like the Shadow King, if he is operating these delusions, is infecting a memory to try to cover his tracks. Yeah. All right. If you like the show and other shows, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York. Totally free. Come on by. We'll chat about Legion. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Run us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live. Check us out at comic book club live.com for the podcast and way more. And we'll see you inside David Holler's mind. If there's room for you. Whoa.